0: Welcome back to the Film School for Marketers podcast. So glad you're here with us today. I am one of your hosts, Zach Basner, Director of Video Training and Strategy here at Impact. And I'm joined by my co-host, Mariah Anderson. Hello, hello. We have a very special episode for y'all today, especially if you work in sales or service, customer service. So this is going to be really valuable for anyone who is sending particularly one-to-one videos. And we're talking about personalized one-to-one videos versus canned one-to-one videos. You might be asking yourself, Zach, what the heck is a canned video? It's not something that I use in conversation very often. And Mariah is going to add some more color to exactly what that means for us.
1: You're telling me you don't know what a canned video is? I'm just kidding. I'm here to I feel it. like I've heard That's it before. Okay. <laughs> like, if, I'm just being
0: honest. Like, I've heard that no, term I'm before. Not. But I don't exactly know what it means.
1: Yeah. So I like to view it as um, kind of if you've heard of a canned email template. So it's something that has already been created, that it's used during the sales process time and time again, um, that you don't have to recreate each time. So a canned video is essentially a one-to-one video that you record, but it can be used for multiple people instead of just one uh, and still kind of meet the same purpose as one that you would personalize.
0: So it's still... It's still one to one. You're mm-hmm. still recording using the webcam. It's just it goes in a library and can be used multiple times. Okay, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So you know, I first would want to talk about the beginning of any sales process, which is managing inbound leads, and that's assuming that your company does have leads coming through, requesting a time to talk, um, or just more bottom of funnel people coming in. Now, if you have a a significant amount of leads that come in each day. And your salespeople aren't able to, you know, always pick up the phone and call right away or always create like a one-to-one video message. At the end of the day, the most important thing you can do is get back to that person immediately and try to start to build that relationship. And that's where we've seen that Using a canned video um, can be really effective because it's not just a one-off email that that person's getting from you for the first time. But there's this element of uh, you know a personal element, including a video into that outreach. But when I say canned, Zach, I don't necessarily mean that it has to be cold and just general and feel make the prospect feel like that it's used for everybody. You know, there is a way that you can be pretty creative. And the way that you create a canned video especially for inbound leads so i say take a look at how that person's coming through are they filling out a form on your website at that point you would create automation that would send out a video and that video would say hey i just saw that you filled out a form on our website really excited to get to speak with you here's my calendar link let's get something booked and this is what you can expect on the first meeting now if i receive that just because i didn't hear my name The fact that you called out how I came in through your website, what's going to happen, like I would feel that's personalized. Um, So you can still get creative with that. Think about how that person's coming through and how you can tailor that message to feeling like it's specifically for that person without saying their name.
0: Well, the interesting thing is, that's a really good point. Like you you just kind of can use these trigger phrases or words that are more specific to make it feel personal.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I remember one time... I received a one-to-one video. So it was a canned video.
1: Okay.
0: And it was from BombBomb, who's another company that makes one-to-one video software. And I had enrolled in some sort of workflow. This is like my marketing speed coming through. (laughs) Uh, And I filled out a form at some point and and they enrolled me in a workflow and I got this email and it was from like the CEO of the company. And he's like, he's like, so thanks for installing BombBomb. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of it. Da, 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 da. The really cool thing is there's like people high-fiving the background, like like they had just like made a sale or something cool happened and just like this energy about it. And it obviously was not personal to me. This was a canned video, but it felt personal because he had said, You just installed this. I hope you're getting a lot of use out of it. It felt to me personal.
1: Yeah. And I think what helps with that too um, is to remember that the canned video you're using for. These touch points is to make it a one to one video. So, like something that you're recording on your computer rather than, than it being highly produced. Cause at that point, it's like, well, yeah, I know you didn't just highly produce this video for me alone. Um, whereas doing it through like your webcam on your computer is going to feel like they created it for you. So, a lot of different elements that people don't think about. I mean, just avoid saying like, hey, like we're sending this video out to everyone who fills out a form on our website. I mean, clearly you wouldn't use that language, but avoid anything making the person feel like it's a general can thing that you're sending out and you'll be golden.
0: Yeah. Make them feel good. So, okay. So I can uh, see this being used. So we mentioned inbound leads. Mm -hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know what an inbound lead is, it's a lead that is coming in through the website. They're voluntarily offering up their information. It's not not something you're getting from an email list or like trade show or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So How about before or after sales meetings?
1: Like when to use canned versus personalized. So, I mean, I would say specifically for post-meeting follow-ups, always use personalized. Um, This is your moment to let that prospect know you heard everything that they said, that you were listening during the conversation. This is your time to talk through certain pain points that they might have had, provide an example of what you're including in like the follow-up message. So if you just had your first sales call, you're probably going to send some resources to let them know this is what I'm providing and why. And it allows you to just speak to them as a person and who they are and get connect with them on that level. Versus like a can just can't do that for you. Like If you did a can video, the only thing you could do if you think about it is... Say, hey, it was great meeting with you. Check out these resources I'm including. And that's just not warm. But also remember, this is an opportunity that your prospect has to take this video follow-up that you've made personalized and share it with their team. So you don't have to have multiple meetings and your message is getting across and you're not play, play, playing a game of like telephone uh, with other decision makers. So a really great um, moment that you have there to capture everything.
0: So people might be thinking... Well, Mariah, that means that at first I have to set up this call, and then I have to send a video beforehand, and then I have to have the meeting, and then I have to send a follow-up. Sounds like a lot of work. Is it worth it? And do you have to set aside time after every meeting to be able to quickly do this? Or is it something you just like have a block of time at the end of the day where you send out all of your meeting follow-ups?
1: Yeah, it's really great question. Um, It is so worth the time. But I also don't think it takes extra time. It's worth it because I can tell you that my experience with it throughout the sales process, people really appreciate the fact that I took the time to record a video. And most of the time, they think it took me longer than it actually did. And it also sets me apart from all of the other people they're talking to because chances are, those other people are not using video. Um, In terms of the time that it takes... Honestly, like when I'm done with a meeting, you know, I'm finishing up my notes and I I always like to send that follow-up email directly after. And I don't know, for me personally, recording a video is much faster than me typing out an email. I feel like when I write an email, it's like, oh, how do I say this perfectly and trying to like add all these things where literally I can record like a quick 30 to 60 second video and that's done with, you know. So if anything, it saves me time at the end of the day. I can't stress enough how you recapping things and having them in a video format, if you're talking to someone who has to get the approval of other people on their team, you will cut down on meetings if that video is shared with the entire team. Because you're probably going to have... I mean, I'm sure you face this this as a salesperson. Like You have the same conversation sometimes a couple times because the right people were involved earlier on. (laughs) So you essentially save time by just getting all of that into a video.
0: I can see where, so a a really big opportunity with one-to-one video is to re-engage opportunities that may have stalled out or you just haven't heard from someone you already had a meeting with. A one-to-one video has shown time and time again to be really effective at re-engaging them. Is that something that you send a canned video to the last 20 stalled opportunities you have? Or is it a personalized thing?
1: I think the main point of you using a video in a stalled opportunity is, I think, one to engage on a much deeper, deeper level, which video does. I think that you have to take this and apply it to your situation. So if you have a lot of stalled opportunities and you have typically like a task that's triggered to you after they've gone cold for so many days, I feel like sometimes salespeople like see that task And then they're so busy with like active sales that they might forget it. Um, And this is where a canned video of you just essentially saying, Hey, you know, we haven't talked in a while, just wanted to see if you are interested in restarting the conversation or something that's, you know, pretty general and doesn't have to be specific to that person is better than nothing. And I would say most of the time, it's going to be pretty straightforward what that conversation looks like if you're trying to re-engage them. Now, if it is a specific scenario each time and it is very unique and you're not dealing with a ton of stalled ops that you're having to re-engage uh, day-to-day, then maybe a one-to-one works. But I would say test out canned because I think it's as effective to do that as it is to just create you know, that one-to-one video.
0: I mean, obviously, everyone for themselves can going to have to figure out at what point is it actually a stalled opportunity. Yes. It's just, you know, there's some some buying cycles that are highly considerative on the part of the prospect where they have to like take things back and they have to do all these things. Whereas some buying cycles are really short. And, you know, if you didn't close it on the first meeting you had, if they don't get to you by the next day, that would be like a stalled opportunity. That doesn't happen very often, but I'm just saying there's a range in in there. So do, is there a way that you can automate some of this or is this all pretty much a manual process?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it totally depends on you know what CRM you're using. Um, but I mean, we internally use HubSpot. So um, you know, we have different stages in our sales process. and if we haven't heard from somebody, there's been no email exchange or phone calls made after a certain amount of days, they get moved to a certain stage and the, the task will be triggered to the salesperson that, hey, reach out to this person. you haven't heard from them. Um, but you can just have it set up where if they, there's no correspondence within a certain amount of days that you don't get a task triggered, but an email automatically goes out with that canned video to that person so that you don't have to even worry about taking the time to create it. It kind of just comes down to like Zach, you said your specific process and how it works, but that's the way to save time and make sure you're hitting that touch point.
0: Gosh, 2019, you can automate anything. (laughs) Yes, That's you fascinating.
1: can. You know, as I'm giving these recommendations as well, um, and I'm curious to hear from you guys if this is something you're doing or you start to do, always A-B test. So test out canned versus personalized and what is getting you the most engagement. Because if you can end up using canned during a time that I said, hey, use personalized and you're getting like the same engagement and that saves you time, more power to you. <laughs> I think each process might be a little bit different in that. Um, but just remember that to always include video, right? It's about which kind to use and when.
0: You know, wait until you have statistically significant information before you make a call. So for instance, by simply having a crappier thumbnail on a canned video, that could be the reason why it doesn't have a a high conversion rate or, you know, it depends on where you're using it, but um, a high click-through rate on the video or something like that. Because with the personalized ones, you've got... The dry erase board that has their name written on it, or you have their business card you're holding up or something like that. So that might have a higher click-through rate. You can still put the work in to figure out an, an engaging thumbnail mm-hmm. to have on a canned video that has a, a high click-through rate as well. So um, yeah, I'd say wait until you have statistically significant information and make sure you're actually trying to make a canned video work. So what are some other ways that we can use one-to-one video canned or personalized?
1: Yeah, I would say as we're following along kind of this journey of the sales process, um, SOWs, so statements of work or RFPs that maybe you're submitting for is such an incredible time to use video. Let me just preach that first. When you're going down that route, Always use personalized videos. Do not use canned for this, (laughs) Uh, which might be pretty uh, obvious, right? Like you should be using the video in that moment to talk through everything that's included in your SOW or your invoice or the other options that uh, Zach said you might be using. But talking through each of those pieces and what they are, what they mean, think to yourself what are typical, like, red flags that come up for prospects or questions that they have. Talk through that. Address those questions before they can even ask you. Um, And that's going to help them understand that statement of work more. It's going to add another level of engagement that just doesn't happen in something that's plain text. And it also allows all of the other decision makers to hear you talk through it rather than your champion talk through it, which can be very powerful. Um, I want to pause for a moment on the RFPs because we recently started including videos in RFPs because most of the time during the RFP process, you might have like a small meeting in the very beginning just to clarify a couple things. But for the most part, RFPs are just out there. You submit your proposal and that company looks through it. And all they had as an experience with you is maybe like a quick call. So this provides an opportunity for you to stand out with a video and talk through why you included what you did, answer specific questions that they had. And every RFP that we have submitted since doing that, we have won with using video. And the companies have told us that one of the big things that stood out was video and how that just answered a lot of their questions and it was so unique and different. so that is huge power of personalized video during that process to just get the work across the board and close that sale for your team.
0: It, this is just communication. This is great communication. Yeah. So it's used to the tools that we have available to us. You know, this whole podcast is about video, but ultimately the best thing we could ever do for you is teach you how to use video to be a better communicator with stuff like this, with RFPs and, and using video as a differentiator. You have allowed the person who's reviewing these to see you, to hear you, and feel like they know you on a deeper level than anybody who didn't use video. It's a huge differentiator. It's not like you're changing anything about the RFP. You're still submitting the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. You're just doing, you're taking it one step further and allowing that person to know you. That's all that's very it's very simple. It's happening. And you you're gonna have many other opportunities besides this. But I think especially Wherever you're talking about money, be the one that they trust, be the one yes. that, they, that they know, be the one that they like. Because oftentimes, we're not looking for the cheapest service provider or, or product. We as consumers aren't always looking for the cheapest. What happens in the reason why we end up going with the cheapest, if we do, is because we weren't educated and we didn't feel comfortable with whomever. We're, generally speaking, willing to spend more money with those that we trust
1: mm-hmm. because...
0: We don't want the cheapest, we want the best for us. So yeah, these one on one videos, anytime you're talking about cost is so, so important.
1: Yeah, it's just this level of transparency that doesn't happen in only written form. Especially yeah. when you're doing business that isn't face-to-face, like this is your face-to-face moment.
0: Make it count. <laughs> so we signed the SOW and they're like, yeah, great, signing it today, ready to get started. Are there more opportunities as there's like this handoff process from sales to service?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I would like to talk about this from a just transition to a new person that they're talking to in general as well, because I think this applies to post-sale, but it can also apply to the sales process if you have maybe like a BDR that then hands it off to like the salesperson that takes it through to the end. Um, This is where canned video absolutely works. I, I would not waste your time doing personalized videos for these. So essentially... As you're talking to the prospect and you're saying, we've created this relationship, but now I'm handing you off to this next person or you're going to start this relationship with them and they're going to help you out, um, especially when it's like handing off to the service team. Um, This is your chance to have your team members create a one-time intro video that can be sent to the prospect. And I mean, you can get creative with it, have them talk about themselves, maybe a fun fact, uh, bring that human element to the video, but essentially they're able to meet who they're going to talk to next, and who they're going to be working with in a video format before they even do. Um, I think that one of the areas that a lot of relationships kind of drop off or there's um, friction is when there's not a proper introduction. With each new person that comes into the relationship, you have to rebuild that level of trust. Uh, And as we were just talking about how video is such a tool for trust, this is exactly how you can do it. but you save time. So you don't have, you won't have your service team being like, Oh, I don't want, I don't have time to record a one-to-one personalized video for each person. You're like, don't worry. Just need one really good one-to-one video. And we're all set.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Can that stuff. Can it. (laughs) By the way, loyal listeners or viewers, we have a great video, which we'll, we'll add in the show notes. It's on the impact YouTube channel about how Mariah manages our inbound leads at impact from beginning to end. So from the point where somebody reaches out to us on the website, maybe via chat or sends us an email, all the steps that she goes through to get them set up with a salesperson at impact. It is so valuable. So make sure you check that out. Like I said, we'll put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah. And if you, I mean, I feel like this is um, that process in general of like how to start that relationship during the sales process, no matter how many people there are, or how few there are, is so critical. Um and I am always open to like chatting through what your process is and what it could look like with integrating video. or just drop some comments, um, you know, in on the YouTube video or shoot us some questions on Twitter, and we're more than happy to kind of dive in and talk through it with you.
0: All right, y'all. Well, it's about time to bring this little episode here home. We hope you had a lot of great quick takeaways. Hey, hit us up on in the YouTube comments or on our Twitter or join the Facebook, uh, the private Facebook group, Film School for Marketers. Search for that on Facebook and make sure you join up. And let us know if you're having problems with these types of things. Let us know what you'd like us to talk more about. We love talking about sales. We love talking about marketing. We love talking about video and we love you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. Make sure you hit that like button on YouTube, hit subscribe, leave us some feedback on the iTunes store. And until we see you next time, keep learning.